Hey, what's up, world? This is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. And we're here to bring a very special 25th episode of... Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. Welcome to the 25th episode of STS Podcast, Shooting the Shit. It's me, it's me, Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. We are back for another episode of the podcast. Returning listeners, you guys already know the deal. This isn't happening without you guys. New listeners, welcome to the show. Just in case you don't, make sure you guys follow the STS Podcast, 661 on Instagram and Twitter. I'm trying to, I'm attempting now to utilize as much content as I have on those individual um, platforms just because we need to grow that. I want to keep growing that. And I got a lot of going on my personal files. I'm trying to gravitate towards the STS podcast content pages more often. So make sure you guys follow again on Twitter and Instagram, STS podcast 661. We're back here for episode 25. I can't believe it, y'all. We're like a quarter away to 100 episodes. And I'm, I'm thinking, I always think ahead. We're not thinking, oh, this might go 100. No. We're a quarter away to hundred. I um, can't wait for I can't wait for the future what it has in store for the podcast. Last week was episode twenty four, and I really appreciate uh, again my guy and, and my brother Virus coming on to the podcast. Anytime we get guests on the pod, it's a really really special thing. And we you know we talked about El Camino is dropping this week. We got Breaking Bad coming out. Just talking about sports, talking about politics, talking about street politics as well. Something that I guess you know if you're from the east side of Big Spring, that's something you're really familiar with. So that was good to get out there just for people could see um. Where we, where we stand on that, and it was titled Consistency for a Reason, and we're here to maintain that consistency. I got another great guest for you guys, my guy, Caveman, Miguel Contreras. He was our first guest, our first athlete on the STS podcast back on episode two. This is entitled Caveman. My guy is back in the building. Um, we've been trying to get together for the last couple weeks, honestly. It's been something that we've been really working on, but our schedules, especially when he's in camp, and when I'm, you know, we got to DJing, going to school, we got everything going on. It was, it was, um, it was difficult to find a time when we both weren't doing shit for an hour and we could just kick and just shoot the shit. So we finally got that done. Something that wasn't promoted till today. So it's gonna be a real surprise pod. We're talking about his upcoming fight on um, October nineteenth. He's fighting alongside my guy Eddie. It's gonna be real fun um, to discuss how Eddie's workout went with you guys. Uh, Spencer Porter fought this weekend. We had some. Um, we have a real great week of wrestling coming out, and um, we got some more news for y'all before we get into that uh, to that interview with Miguel. And I hope you guys enjoy it again, man. STS shirts only fifteen dollars. DJ EC three shirts only fifteen dollars. Make sure you guys cop that. The brand is a part of the growth. It's a part of the of this. Um, I guess this marketing plan that I got. Just keep keep repping, man. I want to keep supporting y'all. Keep supporting me, and make sure when you guys find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any place you listen to your um your podcast, iHeartRadio, you guys subscribe to us. You guys give us a rating, a review. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you hate. Let us know um 
it's something that we said kind of fucking gave you some game. Whatever you have to say about the podcast, just let it be known, y'all. Um, again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at STS Podcast Six Six One. And big shout out to our sponsors for last week episode. Um, Monkey Smog Check and Repair. They're at thirteen thirty one East Chuckson Avenue. Make sure you contact them for all your call repair needs and tune ups. We have Precision Lawn and Landscaping with my guy Bubba. Make sure you guys hit him up. They do he does sprinklers or one time cleanups, your lawn, all your lawn needs. Make sure you get precision <laughs> precision lawn and landscaping. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. I got my mind on like twenty different things. I know how it is with the podcast sometimes. Sometimes I just do it the way I want to and Man, I'm not going to restart this shit again because it took me like 15 times just to say that part. Don't know if you can tell by the edit, but that's just the way we're going with it. This is episode 25, y'all. We're on to, you know, we, we new things right now, new week, and we're going to keep it coming every week for you guys. And I'm really happy of what uh, we were able to accomplish this week, man. We had Eddie Sanchez there last week. Um... His, his workout, STS Podcast, presented that. And it doesn't happen without listeners. I wouldn't do this if the listeners weren't showing us love. Sponsors showing us love. We had so many sponsors, man. I can't even really, I can't even um, begin to tell you how proud I am, man. And we want to bring a new sponsor on a board to the STS Podcast. It's Clag's Kayak Rentals. I know everybody's been to Hart Park. You guys been to some nice lakes around there. Make sure you contact Clags kayak rental man he's gonna give you guys a deal i've never been kayaking before i'm not gonna lie to you guys but let me tell you guys the deal since he is sponsoring this podcast he's gonna do something special for us this week for this week y'all just um actually just mention the podcast and this is what you're gonna get all right we're gonna do something for you here we're gonna do half off on all kayak rentals and a ten dollar off paddle boat rental when mentioning your per mentioning my podcast at the time of purchase Again, that's going to be Clags Kayak Rentals. At Clags Kayak Rentals, you'll be able to get half off kayak rentals and $10 off paddleboard rentals if you mention the STS podcast. So do that. It's about to be, it, the code's coming, y'all. It's about to be 80. I know we're going to hit the 70s pretty soon in the field, but they're only going to be operating to November. So you better have about a month to get out there and, um, Utilize this man. Utilize the sponsorship. Shout out to my guy Jacob. He um, he's really we're supporting local businesses here, and that's who's gonna present this podcast to y'all. We are sponsored this week, Caveman episode twenty five of the, the STS podcast, shooting the shit podcast is presented by Clags Kayak Rentals. Clags Kayak Rentals. They're out there at um, Hart Park. Make sure you guys capture them. And uh, utilize that, man. It's I'm, I really um, want to keep doing. I want to keep adding more sponsors to the field, man. Adding more people um, who I support, who support me, and this is how we get on. Um, we get we able to get promo for our events. This is how we're gonna be able to get the name out on events. You we help each other out, and that's what it's really all about, man. That's why I'm really proud of all these sponsorships. And again, man, I really want everyone to see that. This is something uh, that that's gonna benefit everyone when we all support each other. So again, if you guys want to sponsor the podcast, you guys want to purchase a shirt, you guys want to come on the damn podcast. If you got a good story to tell, man, I'm all for it. And uh, before I tell my story of the week, let the DLC tell you what you need to do. Now do me a favor. Do me a favor. Let me in here. 
Alright y'all, this is the Shooting the Shit segment. We're here to converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind. And I'm always proud of myself when I'm able to do that off the top of the dome without looking at my damn cheap ad. And man, it's been it was uh, it was a great weekend, man. And we dropped our podcast a few days ago, episode twenty four, but this is episode twenty five. We got a few topics in mind. I think last week we started for NFL football. We're not gonna do that this week, man, because sometimes I just don't want to talk about football. I didn't look at any football this weekend, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I don't know why. I'll tell you why. I fucking lost in all three of my fantasy football leagues early, like by 10, 10.45. I already knew. It wasn't even halftime of these games. All my guys were playing. I already knew. It's over. It's probably one, it, was, it was just a bad week for everybody on my squad. And it's a relatively different player. So we're going to go straight to Spence, Errol Spence, and Sean Porter. Man, y'all, this was... A war. I was. I ain't gonna lie. I did not watch it live. I was. I had a gig, but I did watch the replay of it on a very good quality um, YouTube link. And man, it was a. It was it was classic. Over fucking everything's a classic nowadays. We cannot fucking keep saying that, man. This was probably one of the best fights of the year. Let's go with that. Errol Spence didn't. Win. He's 25 and 0. He beat Sean Porter. And that was a split decision, y'all, for the IBF and WBC welterweight title. It's always fun to see a unification title. And man, like I always say, if you guys look, I'm sorry, Errol Spence is actually 26 and 0. Um, I'm actually looking at this here. What's going on here? Why? Why is Spence suspended by the California State Athletic Commission? That was to 10 5. What's going on here? Hmm, maybe just the website. I don't know. I think we should look that up. Let me see here, Spence. I don't, I never heard of that. I never heard of that. Maybe it's just one of these websites that um. Let's see. Maybe it's just one of these websites that just says stupid shit like that. If you look at this boxyrecord.com, I don't. Let me see. Suspended license. Yeah, I don't see that at all, man. So let's ignore that. I should just edit that shit up. I'm not. Errol Spence is twenty six and zero. I t- I tell you guys all the time, man. It's really um one of those things. Uh, in boxing is when you have a perfectly molded fighter, someone who's able to adjust, or he can uh dictate the fight. And uh, it was real nice to see Spence. Actually, he was really. I felt he was mixed up with Porter. He was adjusting to Sean Porter's style. If you know Sean Porter, he is a he's a rugged fighter. He's a, he's a relentless fighter. He looked in great shape the whole twelve rounds. I felt like he was really. Um, he had a lot of gas in the tank, and it did not stop. I felt like he was getting stronger with every round. Nevertheless, Errol Spence did look sharp the whole fight. Whether he was um, sometimes he was cornered. Sometimes he um Sean Porter would circle around, cut off that ring. Um. Real fast, it's 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 something you really have to have the eye for in boxing. You know when um someone of these man, these are two fighters right here, y'all. These are world class fighters. Let's not knock Sean Porter. Sean Porter's record stands amongst itself. He is thirty and three on one draw. You cannot say Sean Sean Porter is still gonna have a long career after this bout. But Errol Spence, he is the truth for a reason, y'all. That is his nickname, and the truth showed why he's gonna be um. I'm sure he's gonna be listed on top five pound for pound list throughout this year, next year, and beyond. It's gonna be real fun to see him as a as. 
just you know, about my advances career. They're saying Danny Garcia. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think if we're going to go the route, and there's two routes, honestly. Let me tell you guys two routes. Route one is obvious. We're going to go against Terrence Crawford. That's a fight the fans deserve. Um, why did we deserve that? Because we support all this shit. So it's a, it's a fight the fans deserve. We go, we go that route. That would be with Crawford. The other route is anybody else but Crawford. So if we're going to go anybody else but Crawford, let's not fucking make it Danny Garcia. Let's make it Manny Pacquiao. A Southpaw versus Southpaw. Great fight. Like seeing those type of fights. Um, it's going to be real fun to see Spence against Pacquiao. I told people this is the get-go. You guys will look at these prior podcasts. If Manny Pacquiao beats Errol Spence, Manny Pacquiao might be the greatest boxer of all time. Yes, I said it. And you guys look at his record. Records talk, y'all. Not what fucking people say or what you think you know. Look at the facts. Record-wise, Manny Pacquiao beats Errol Spence. And it doesn't matter how. If he knocks him out, fucking great. If he gets a split decision, unanimous decision, great. But Manny Pacquiao defeats Errol Spence. He is the greatest, in my opinion. Even even after losing after, even after losing to the greatest Mayweather. So that's just my opinion. Don't kill me for my opinion. But if we're gonna go that route without him getting into the ring with Crawford, we need to have we need to have it with Danny Garcia. Or I'm sorry, with does not need to happen with Danny Garcia. He needs to go make that five pack out if we're gonna do that. Um it, and with Porter, Porter has a, I think he should maybe let's mix up with Thurman again. Uh if they want if he wants that. He should revenge that. Oh, that's just my opinion. Uh, I know Keith Thurman's hurt right now. I would love to see a rematch with Garcia. I'm not going to take that away from him. Shit, even if Spence is going to go the route without with Crawford, give the men the rematch. I would not mind that at all. That was, this, this, this fight was action-packed. I watched this... Um, you know what I meant, y'all? This account is suspended by the California Athletic uh, Commission to add any results for some reason. I apologize for that mix-up in the beginning. Um, so that's going to be something, uh, it's going to be real interesting, man. Uh, I, I was watching this fight with my brother, who's not, um, look at it, it's not a box, he's not a boxing genius, but he felt Sean Porter won this fight. Um, and even once you, once you listen to his interview with Miguel later on, you're going to see that he thought Porter got robbed also. But, uh, and this is just something in boxing that we always discuss. It's how you look at fights. It's how you determine, um, what gets points? What, what? Sometimes we're looking for that aggressive fighter who, you know, maybe not get the cleanest punches, but he's being the aggressor. He's taking control of the fight, landing more punches. Um, and sometimes you, you, you want the sharpness. You want someone with ring savvy. You want someone who can, um, you know, have great defense, who could adjust and uh, make the most of the predicament he's in. And that's why I felt Errol Spence uh, capitalized on that. He fought Porter's fight, and um, he was rocking Porter. And you know what, y'all? Even if it was a tie fight, you can't forget the knockdown. The knockdowns was put that fucking nail in the coffin, in my opinion. And... And did knock him up, but he was knocked down. That's a 10-8 round. Then he won for my, my card. I had him 115-112. Would have been 115-113. Um, close, but it just that's that that's that's not the way the way the game goes, y'all. So I'm really interested about that. It looks like we got another big fight on the horizon. It's gonna be Deontay Wilder and Nick Fear uh, and I'm sorry, Tyson Fury's coming up again. But but remember. Deontay Hawaii is going to be with the um with Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz ain't no is no joke by any means. He is 
a he's a he's a great quality opponent to have in your in your on your resume. I think Ortiz, man, you guys, he's a little older. If he wasn't so old, y'all, this man would have would have been uh one of the probably top fifteen, top twenty heavyweights uh ever ever. And um, he's King Kong Luis Ortiz, y'all. And he's going to be fighting against Wilder. Looks like it's going to be the MGM Grand November 23rd. That's going to be fun. If, they, if Wilder get through my guy um, Ortiz, he was going to go on to uh, Tyson Fury. That's going to be a great rematch. Two great rematches. Hopefully, can't Deontay Wilder is a champion, y'all. He's not ducking any fades. And that's going to be something that we really want to check out. And we don't forget, man, we have Canelo... Canelo Alvarez is going to fight the crusher, Kovalev, and that's another great fight that's going to really, um, it's going to test Canelo, y'all, he's going up two weight classes, and, uh, damn, what could he do, what, could, what are you going to do against that, uh, we're going to find out, Sergey Kovalev is, the, is at the tail end of his career, but with Canelo Alvarez is prime, and he's of his ability to jump the weight, let's see if the weight affects him, let's see if he does have an increased power, maybe he's a little slower, but man, I will tell you, he's really built like a machine, it's hard to fucking knock somebody out like that, especially when they're coming free ahead, Sergey Kovalev, don't know, Canelo's a little more aggressive than Ward, in my opinion, Ward's more calculated, Canelo's gonna come for your neck, man. I'm really excited to see that balls on Canelo, y'all. And you can say whatever you want against the man. The man has a fucking record, also, and I I cannot wait to see that. Uh, to see that bout, Canelo and this crusher Sergey Kovalev. It's gonna be real, real fun. I've heard that Daniel Jacobs is supposedly. This is a rumor mill. He's finalizing a match with. Julio Cesar Chavez. And that's supposed to be on December 13th. And man, I'm not a fucking fan of this. Daniel Jacobs will beat this man with ease. I'm not I'm, I'm not saying Chavez is not is isn't is a great boxer, I'm sure. You know, he has a lot of skill. Excuse me. But I just don't see it. I don't see it happening in it's going to be road steam here. I love boxing. It's going to be road steam. What's going to happen? This game's in good condition right now, y'all. Really excited about these boxing matches up. If you guys haven't seen the Porter Spence fight, check that out, man. It's a great fight. Probably one of the fights of the year. Uh, telephone booth and calculated and scientific. Sweet science. That's finest. And it's real nice to see that. I, I think I spent in, something that was real nice to see was the amount of support that the current county fair gets. I was there twice this year, and man, it's um, it's a pricey son of a bitch, and it's fun to see a lot of people that you know haven't seen in a while getting it. It's a great local tradition. Um, I don't know. I should ask y'all what your thoughts were about the fair. I don't know if this is appropriate, but I feel like it was a swamp meat with rides and expensive ass food. Uh, I didn't go see Nelly. I was with Little Mexico trying to get my dance on, and I sure did do that. I don't know. It, 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 you know I think that's something we've been in both. We've been, it's really been in our history. You know, as a kid, you always fucking waited for the fair. It's a tradition. It's something that uh, we all look forward to if you like the rides. You like to take the kids out. Good food. Expensive, but good food. A couple beers, a couple brews, whatever you like to do. Oh, man, I rhymed. So the fair was cool, man. I'm, security was on top of it. Shout out to all the... Uh, I can't do what I'm saying. Shout out to everybody out there, man. Who's a 
securing the premises. That was fun. Seeing a couple of my dad's homies out there. It's all love, man. I think that was a. Uh, it was. It was okay. Just like man, just a little pricey for me, y'all. Just don't. I'm not big on spending money on food like that. So uh, it was like forty two dollars just to get a meal for me, and my bro. Like we all paid for our own and shit, but that's a lot of money just for two men. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck's going on? Why do we got like thirteen dollars for a sandwich? That just be complaining, being um, cheap. <laughs> How you say the Spanish word for elbow? That's me right there, yo. The exhibits were cool. Uh, really set up, you know. It's really the traffic was good. No fights, nothing too crazy out there, man. It was really um, a good community event. A little pricey, but. The tradition continues. I hope you guys had a good time at the fair this year. It's, fu- it's crazy how it flies by so fucking fast. Uh, I think the last day was yesterday. Today's Monday, so... The fair, Kern County Fair. I hope you guys check that shit out, man. Uh, big week. Let me tell you guys something real fast, man. Uh, and I know you guys, most of you guys are probably here to listen to this Miguel interview. We're going to get there, I promise you. But I just got a couple more things I want to talk about. It's my fucking podcast. Do the fuck I want. Wrestling is... Uh, there's going to be some restarts here. There's going to be some history made this week. There's going to be some more eyes on wrestling this week, man. This is going to probably be the biggest wrestling week we had in years. And I'm telling you, years are talking about maybe 20 years, 96, 97, 98. That's 1998. WWE Raw had a premiere this week. It was okay. Let me get my paper out. I have some notes here. Um, we have Raw Monday. On Wednesday nights, AEW is going to premiere their debut show. It's called... Wednesday night dynamite, which I thought was pretty cool. And make sure you guys t- and I'm like I'm still on this fucking saying. I think it's hilarious. A little bit of the bubbly. And my guy Chris Jericho is the man for that. I can't stop fucking saying the bubbly. I think that's just fucking hilarious. So TNA is gonna oh TNA. Damn TNA, shout out to TNA. Whatever the fuck that happened to them, I messed with the impact. I'm sorry. Um Wednesday night dynamites come out, AEW, NXT's on is gonna be on NAW or on USA, NXT on USA, AEW's on TNT, and Friday night we have SmackDown. It looks like they have Stone Cold, The Rock. That's crazy. They're back. Hulk Hogan's gonna be back. And that's in LA, y'all. I wanna keep you guys posted, but I might make the trip to LA on Friday to go watch the when can you see um, Stone Cold and The Rock in the same building, man? I think that's going to be uh, monumental. I might cry, to be honest with you. And it's on the Fox premiere. And it's going to be really special, man. Tonight on Raw, let me just have um, let me just give you guys a little bit of overview of what I thought. Uh, they brought Pyro back. I really love that. Um, they have a new commentary team. by some guy named Vic Dio and Jerry King Lawler. But Jerry King Lawler, I felt, really carried the first segment of the show. Um... The first segment of the show was with Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio. He fucked up him and his son Dominic. And it was really, if you're really into that, man, remember, you get into the world, it's really emotional. I just feel like commentary needed to elevate that. I don't know if they were just new and trying to figure out the roles and what they had going on or what was too much. But I felt like commentary really um, was needed to elevate that moment. I think this is, mind you, this is their first time on TV today. So that was always fun, man. Um, Mysterio had great work. I felt like he was showing a lot of... A lot of sympathy made you believe that, man, I'm really, I'm really, um, scared for my son's life, man. But Brock Lesnar also, great heel work. There's not a bigger heel in the business like Brock Lesnar. Uh, it was great. He fucked everybody up in the ring, agent, wrestler, whatever it was. That was always fun. Um, Paul Heyman plays his role great. Just pleading with him to stop and the most, the amount of emotion, um, that he put into that was 
Great. What I really wanted was, uh, please give Brock the mic. I was hoping Brock would let him get the fucking mic and just tell Kofi Kingston, I'll see you on Friday, Jack. That would have been awesome, man. Um, Becky Lynch. Uh, the match, she, the, it was a match between um, Alexa Bliss and Lynch. Or Becky, uh, uh, I can't even say, I'm sorry. Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. And we had the boss with the new commentary team. Just uh, talking a lot, uh, just doing her best promo that she could. That was always fun. I get, I gotta give it to Breaking Lynch. She's gonna be in hell in the cell on Sunday. That's gonna be fine. Um, great video package for the Fiend, y'all. Uh, WWE's always known for the great packages. I really enjoy that shit. Um, it makes the Fiend look as really look as a fucking scary threat a mystical threat and it's a mystical character that they're attempting to create and they're on the right track honestly it's, it's i've been really a fan of fiend and everything they have going on i don't know if y'all watch wrestling but check that out man it's, it's unique it's not for everybody but uh i will tell you this rollins follow the promo follow-up from rollins he sounded great but he needs a little more confidence. It doesn't feel like he believes that he's going to fucking burn it down. So have some more confidence. Said that I know you probably won't ever listen to this shit, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Rusev looked really good tonight. Uh, Hogan and Flair were fuck. I thought these motherfuckers were about to announce Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair match in Saudi Arabia. I would have lost my shit. I guess in a bad way, in a good way, of course. You want to see two old guys beat the fuck out of each other. So that's that's just wrestling. Man. AEW's coming on Wednesday. Um, I'm not one of those guys that go choose a side, WWE or AEW. You want two different products. You want two great products. And that's something I'm really looking forward to. I really want to uh, see what AEW has to offer, what they have to bring to the table. I want to see the storylines. But then again, I want to see what... It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. I just want to see something different. I want to see different uh, spots in commercials. I want to see different angles. I want to see different things to fucking fight about. Dude, that WWE drained me so much. I was the stupidest shit ever. Give me something new. Show me something I could um I could utilize. But I want to fucking feel something different. I don't know. I think it's just, you know, it's okay. It's, it's just this new... It's a new product you're testing. You're trying to get this high, but this product is going to give you a better high. So that's going to be... um. Something really interesting, man. Uh, Thursday night, Friday night SmackDown. Excuse me, Friday night SmackDown is the debut on Fox. This is a billion dollar billion dollar deal for WWE. It's gonna be real interesting on how Vince um ships this boat. Friday night SmackDown. It's gonna be a big night of wrestling, the biggest week in wrestling. It's the premiere week. Um, don't know if y'all really watch wrestling anymore, but um, check it out, man. It's been really interesting. AEW's All Elite Wrestling is going to be something special. I think they've been selling out arenas all over the nation. Big sponsors, big day, big TV stations playing this shit. They've got a clothing deal with Hot Topic. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how that goes. Um... This weekend, man, was a crazy weekend. I know the STS podcast had the honor of presenting pro boxer Eddie Sanchez at Undisputed Boxing Fitness. Boxing Fitness. Um, why the hell I feel like I'm saying that wrong? Undisputed Boxing and Fitness. Sorry about that, y'all. Eddie Sanchez had a great workout, man. It was everything. Everything we accomplished, it was something that we wanted to um, we planned it, and it happened. We accomplished everything that we set out to do. Eddie and I, uh, I hope this is the beginning of something we could do every time he fights. He's still young in this game, y'all. I know he's one and two. Um, 
And that just means it's the beginning of his career. Bad decisions happen in boxing. Um, you get better at, you know, sometimes bet boxers overcome um, overcome um, their darkest times. And it, they bounce back. I believe Eddie's going to bounce back October 19th. We had it. I'm not going to lie. Am I, am I on the promotion end? Uh, this is being a little selfish on mine. This is why I think. I don't think I got the crowd that I wanted there. But we still gave the crowd that came a hell of a time. We still gave them over like $1,400 worth of good stuff. Good products. And they weren't just here's $5 gift cards. No, $50 gift cards. $50 gift cards. $300 worth of DJ services. A month membership. So stuff like that. It was worth you coming out. Whoever came out, it was worth it, man. Like I said, to me, I have a little bit of high expectations. I'm hard on myself. So it was really nice to see and whoever came out to support. Thank you, man. It, it, and we got the video done for Eddie. We got a lot of things going on uh, for his upcoming fight on October 19th. I'm really really excited for that and i think it's going to be a beginning of a beautiful relation man he met some people we networked we had some pro boxers come in and work out with him I, the music was good we had some we had drew shotcha our guest from episode 23 he came out and uh, showed some love great pictures clutch clips hoops came out and did a great video we showed y'all the preview they're working on the final one i think that's going to blow up and that's gonna be that's gonna put them in a whole different um, tier. You could do great basketball and great boxing and stuff. That's gonna put them in everything they help. Hopefully in Vegas, what they have going on. It's about supporting y'all. Something I really wanted to get out there. It's about supporting. So I really want to make sure that we all, if we can, check out Eddie's page, man. If you can't see the fight, that's fine. Support the brand. Buy a shirt. You know, donate to his next fight. Every dollar counts in boxing. We need every dollar. And any boxer, any athlete who has something special going on, holler at me, man. Maybe we could throw you an event. We could get this right. And I want to help everybody I can. I want to thank all the sponsors I helped to sell. Edible Arrangements, um, Al Patel, Un Undisputed Boxing and Fitness, DJ EC3, Precision Lawn Landscaping, uh, Just Snap It. We had um, First Class Barbershop, uh, Santos Gourmet Food. We had so many people donate services, man. Uh, Monkey Smog and Repair gave us a free oil change and a free car smog check. That's like a $90 value, maybe a $100 worth of value right there. So that was really fun. I was really grateful for that. And I want to get better. I want to make sure the next event's even bigger, more sponsors. And um, I think it's going to be it. I think it's a, it's a great avenue to be in. I love boxing, man. So if I can ever give back to the boxing game, that makes me feel really, really, um, it really humbles me. And I can't believe I still can't believe it's over with, man. I was so nervous, but I think once we locked in and we walked in the door, it's what the fuck we wanted. That's what me and Eddie were saying. We had the interview with Telemundo. We had the interview with KG KGT17. And we and he was a little nervous, but I told him, like, yo, bro, this is what you wanted to do. And this part, this, this part comes with it. This is what you asked for. And we can't be nervous. And you know what? Being nervous, though, is a great way to show that you, you really care and how about how you're gonna come off, and how you're gonna accomplish what's been presented to you, what you, what you've been, um, what you've been working for, what you're trying to acquire, and and now that you acquired that mission, that that goal, we're here. We met that goal. Now we're here about to get this interview off to show 
from she said from Bakersfield all the way to Larry could hear this. So you're just showing the people love and the people love you back. And I think that was one of the most watched interviews, man, at Telemundo. And that's a, that's a big accomplishment. And I just it was just a DM, man. And it's it's a beautiful thing. Social media is a crazy thing. People are great though. If you're good at people, people are good be be good to you, man. And again, Eddie, October nineteenth. I know my guys gonna get that dub. And I I really can't wait for that, man. And I can't wait for next weekend in football because shit, I got my ass kicked this week. Like I said on fans football, it was rough as hell, man. But let's just go with scores. I'm not gonna go to a big uh, I'm not gonna go to a big frenzy on these teams right now. I don't think we have the time. We got a we got a great podcast coming up for y'all. Great interview. I picked um, the first game was the Philadelphia Eagles and the, and the Green Bay Packers. I picked the Eagles to win, so I did get the dub there. And the next game is gonna be the Falcons and the Titans. As you took the L there, Titans won twenty four ten. The Browns and the Ravens. Picked the Ravens to win. The Browns won forty to twenty five. I took another L. The Buffalo Bills and the and I'm sorry, the New York Patriots. Bills are actually undefeated, and I thought that they had they had it going in there, but I guess not. It was sixteen ten. The Bills did lose. With the Chiefs and the Lions, I did get the double on that one. Finally broke my three game losing streak. The Chiefs, the Chiefs beat the, the Lions thirty four to thirty. The Chiefs are now four and zero. We have the Carolina Panthers. They beat the Texans sixteen to ten. I'll take the L on that. I had the Texans winning. The Colts versus the Raiders. I need to start picking my heart, man, because the Colts have lost thirty one to twenty four. The Raiders and the Colts are two and two now. The San Diego Chargers versus the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins did lose to the Chargers, and I did pick the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers to win. We have the Giants and the Redskins. I did pick Daniel Jones to have another great game against the Redskins. 24-3. Giants are now two and two on the two-game winning streak. Back at 500. That move for Manning to on the bench looks like a great one. We have the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. And the Seahawks are three and one now, defeating the Cardinals to twenty seven to ten. And I got another dub in the column there. Tampa Bay beat the Rams, and I did go with Tampa Bay. Thank God it was fifty five to forty. The Buccaneers, and we had the Vikings versus the Bears. I did pick the Chicago Bears. Fuck the Vikings. Shout out to my guy Lodi. The Broncos. Oh man, we are zero and four. Can't even tell you when the last time I seen a zero and four record, and we did lose to the Jaguars twenty six. To 24, the Saints and the Cowboys. Saints won by two points, 12 to 10 in a low-scoring affair. Again, Teddy Bridgewater is back. And the Steelers defeated the Panthers. I'm sorry, the Steelers defeated the Bengals. 27-3 for the first victory of the year. And I lost that one. This was a horrible week, y'all. Let me count this up real fast. We had, uh, let's see, 1-3, one, 2-3, one Three and five. Two, three, four, five. Eight and five. Eight and six. Nine and six. Ten and six. I was ten and six again. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Actually, it should be seven. I was eight and seven. What are you talking about, my guy? Eight and seven. So that brings. Let me see here. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. There was fifteen games. I want to make sure here. So that brings my overall record to twenty nine. 
and 28. Ugh, I am 29 20 on the season. Hey, it's better than 500. I'll take it. We're going to go to the week. Let's go to week five scores here. We got week five coming up. Season's passing by already, y'all. I'm glad my uh, fans football game. I fucking got my ass kicked. All three teams got their asses whooped. I can't. It wasn't even close in any of them. Such such a heartbreaking man. That's fans football really ruins my love sometimes, man. We have the Seahawks and the Rams. I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. Jaguars and the Panthers. Panthers are on. Let's see here. They're two and two. I'm gonna go with the Panthers in this one. We have the Bengals and the Cardinals. Bengals are gonna probably have to bounce back on this one, man. They got their ass kicked on Monday Night Football tonight. We have the Falcons and the Texans. I need the the Texans had a oh man. I don't know what's going on with uh, my guy D Hop over here, but I'm gonna go with the Texans. With the Buccaneers and the Saints, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I've been on the Teddy Bridgewater train. Gonna hop off that real fast, man. With the Vikings and the Giants, I'm gonna continue to go with Daniel Jones, and the winning streak is gonna continue. We have the Chicago Bears and uh, the Raiders. It's gonna be the uh, I think my guy. Uh, I don't know if he played the Raiders yet, but I got Max to be playing against the Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Bears. I know he's gonna be, he's gonna really come out and make a statement on that game. The Eagles and the Jets. I'm gonna go with the Eagles, and we have the Ravens and Steelers. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I know Lamar Jackson is gonna really try. This is a division game, so it's be real, it's gonna be a real fun matchup. I'm gonna go with the Bills against the Titans. I think the Bills are gonna be able to bounce back from that heartbreak last week in the Meadowland. Um. We have the Patriots and the Redskins. Oh, God. No, England better demolish these guys. And we have the Broncos against the Chargers. I wish I could go to, man. But I want to get the Broncos. I think we'll be our first dub of the season in Arlington, Texas at AT&T Stadium. We have the Packers versus the Broncos. Or the Packers versus the Cowboys. I am going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Let's see how that goes. Arrowhead Stadium. Colts are going to be visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. And I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs on this one. And on Monday Night Football, we have the Cleveland Browns versus those 49ers who are 3-0 in the season. And believe it or not, you know, I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Browns. I think they're gonna make a they're gonna continue to ride the momentum from last week and we'll see how that goes. I really I like the, I like to see the Browns win. I've never seen it in my life. So I'm getting used to seeing the Browns competitive. I think it's gonna be a really good uh hopefully it's a good week in football. It's gonna be week five, man. So that's always um football's always breaking my heart to be honest with you. So, we shall see. Hope you guys like my predictions. I'm going to try to finish over 500, and I'm just not into football right now. Like I said, fantasy football really fucking killed it for me this week. This uh, this sucks the fucking soil of my football life, and I hate it, man. Let me tell you one thing I don't hate. Before we go back on to the podcast interview with our guest this week, Miguel Contreras. Uh, this is titled Caveman. Again, this is the STS Podcast, episode 25. Make sure you follow on STS Podcast 661 on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to be pushing all the product on there a little bit more than we usually do. Uh, let me tell you guys something, man. I'm not going to put his name out there. It's no big deal or anything like that. Just, just it doesn't fucking matter, you know? One minute. My friend called me this week. He's like, hey, man, you know, I think my friends are going to try to do a podcast. And um, we want some, you know, some advice. And what do you need exactly? And like I told my guy, yo, because he called me. Didn't get, I didn't get his phone call at first. And I called him back. And um, I said, bro, I called you up. You know, ask, ask me any questions you want about that. I got you. Showed, you know, I gave him my tone, the, the program we're using, uh, foundation for a podcast. 
Um, and the golden rule, y'all, and it's something that um, everybody needs to take. Whoever's doing the podcast, see a lot of y'all doing it. That's great. Make sure y'all do that. But let me tell you something, a little, I guess, trick of the trade. There's no set of rules in this podcast thing. Um, I remember there was a, there were, I forgot what podcast it was, but it says, show me the concrete. Show me the, the concrete slabs that showed we got to do things a certain way. Um, there's nothing there. There's no commandments. There's no rules, no regulations. Do the podcast how you fucking feel like. Do your podcast the way you think it should be done. Whatever feels right. Whatever you think um, is consistent, has a flow to it. Whatever makes the most, uh, that makes most entertainment. You don't want to go through a boring pod. Sometimes I think like the NFL picks are kind of boring, but I told myself I'm going to stay dedicated to it. So I'm going to keep doing it. No matter, to me, it's a little bit boring. I know I can just fucking rant those right now. But sometimes you got to do that. There's no other, there's no way, there's no specific way to do this. This is the way you want to do it. And I told my guy, if you guys need to come on here and promote it, that's fine. Whatever I could do to help you. And I want you guys all to know, if you guys have a trade, man, you have somebody else. Um, if you have somebody else who wants to get in this trade, provide them with the game, y'all. Don't hold their hand the whole way, but show them the fucking right way. I didn't have anybody show me the fucking way to do this. When me and my guy robbed it off the fly, we didn't have anybody to show us the game. We just went out there and just made it fun for us. Remember, this ain't fun. This ain't for no income. This ain't for no for nothing. This is to have fun. This is for therapy for me. This is like this is how I get my shit out. This is how I talk about my excitement. I love boxing. I love wrestling. And if y'all don't, that's cool. Turn the motherfucker off. That's what's great about these podcasts. You don't have to do that. And you don't have to be a pop coach, you don't have to be a politics, whatever you want to talk about. It could be the funkiest shit in the world, but if people are going to listen, do that shit. You guys hear me talk about different shit every week on here. Why? Because it's my podcast. This is the STS podcast. There's no specific topic or objective in mind. And shout out to East Ernie C, because I just remember our fucking definition without looking at a piece of paper. It's called progression. It's called consistency. And that's why I told my guy, ask me all the questions you want. I got you, my guys. Nothing. I got... I got Yo, let me tell you, I don't know if it's an ego thing, but I think some people are so fucking afraid to give game out because they think that someone's going to do it better than them. Do it better, do it funner, do it motherfucking on a bigger scale. And you know what, if I give some game to somebody, it doesn't matter if it's live, podcasting, DJing, school, if they do it better than me, fucking fine, man. If I can help them find that creative bone in their body to do that, if I inspire them to do something better, that's cool because it's going to only push me to fucking try to chase that bar. Stop being stingy with the game, y'all. I'm not saying do this shit for them. Don't fucking go out to gigs and rock the gig for them. Don't go out to the podcast and be like, oh, you got to do this, got to do that. But let me show you the foundation. Let me show you what you need, the fucking the, the essentials of this thing. Don't be afraid to fucking give game, y'all. Always give game because you always want to help somebody else out. It's a beautiful thing. There's so many fucking ears in the world. Do that shit. Give the fucking game to people. Don't be stingy. You wanna know why I tell y'all that? Because a lot of people who are trying to um I try to learn a game from DJing. You know what the fuck they said to me? Nah, dog. I I, I work too hard for my skills. Alright, cool. I'll learn myself. And look at this how look how it's going now. This weekend was probably the best weekend uh, speaking of gigs in my life. Shout out to Highland Football. That was, shit was popping from 7 to 11.30. The dance floor was not empty. I don't know why, because they showed me love. And I and if any DJ need love or they want to, you know, they want to, they want some game, they need some advice. Any podcaster out there who needs some advice, 
I got you. I'm going to show you the essentials of what you need to get the fucking job done. I won't give you the fucking recipe, but I won't give you the fucking essentials. Why know why I won't get you the recipe? Because I still can't fucking figure it out. And I'm sorry I feel a little mad because I be, I be passionate about shit that I love. Passion as fuck. You guys know me. I get into this shit so, so, so deep. And I love this shit, man. That's another reason why I give games. I don't want you to make a mockery of the game. A lot of people told me, as long as you're not making a mockery of the motherfucking game, you're going to be all right. It's about paying respect. It's about fucking paying homage. And that's in every aspect of life. I think I said this last week, man, on a podcast with, um, I think it was with Arne Anderson when he said, uh, when he was coming up, it was Ted DiBiase helping him out, and he was a rookie. And when he was about to go on to greater things, more pasture, more money, he was about to leave the territory he was at. You know what Ted DiBiase told him? He said the craziest shit. He said, the way I want you to repay me is to keep showing the game to people. When someone comes up to you like I did to you because I seen you had something special, when you see something special with someone who's coming to come up, a young guy, a young kid, someone who has no experience in the game, show them the fucking game. Like I did with you. That's how you repay the game. That's how I will take your appreciation. That's how I'm, that's my thank you. And that's all I need. And I think I'm I'm trying my best to make sure I will help anybody out, y'all. Holla at me, man. Um, don't take my fucking kindness for weakness, though. People, that's nothing people are scared of. Don't do that to me. But I will definitely help you with the game as much as I can. And again, we have Miguel Caveman Couture's on the 25th episode of the STS podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this. This part of the podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Clags Kayak Rentals. Again, they're located at Hard Park, y'all. I believe they're right there in the lake. Right there in the lake. And uh, make sure you guys find Jacob. Jacob Clag, that's the owner of this business. Great business, y'all. And if you mentioned the STS podcast when you visit Clags Kayak Rentals. My guy is going to give you half off all kayak rentals. And for paddle boat rentals, you're going to get $10 off when you mention the podcast at the time of purchase. Again, you're going to get half off kayak rentals and $10 off paddle boat rentals when you mention the STS podcast. So make sure you visit Clags Rental. I'm sorry, Clags Kayak Rentals. And let's get that done. Clags Kayak Rentals. And let's get into this interview with Miguel K. Macatras, professional boxer out of Bakersfield, California. All right, y'all, for our guest for episode 25 of the STS Podcast, I am here with pro boxer, 8 and O Miguel Caveman Contreras. What's poppin', what's poppin', man? Bro, I'm really grateful you coming through this. I think this, this uh, podcast is going to be a lot better than the first uh, appearance you had. You were our first guest. I really appreciate that, bro. But we were kind of standing up the whole time. You know, we yeah. were, I think you were doing a grand opening for a concert, my guy. And yeah, we were right there on the grand opening. They were opening up some restaurant right there, bro. So it was kind of a little weird situation in the parking lot. And you, you me? Babe, but you made time for, for the podcast. You made time today. You came to my spot and... Dude, like I was telling you, always welcome over here. We got a lot of common, um, we got a lot of mutual friends that are your family that, you okay. know, we're fat, we're all family, so no anytime doubt. you want to come through, bro. Yeah, no doubt, man. So how's Cam going? I know you have another fight on October 19th. You're staying busy, bro. How uh, How's training Cam going for that one? How are you feeling? Good, man. So we just got off of our uh, eighth win, uh, was it last week? And uh, I already got my next one scheduled October 19th right here in Bakersfield, so... 
I'm just happy, man, because I'm under a new management now. So that's the reason why I'm fighting more often. You feel me? With my old manager, they were fighting me like once every five months. You feel me? So I tried to get out of that contract as soon as possible. And I didn't realize how hard it was to get out of those legal contracts. Yeah, definitely, bro. Me? I think, was there like a, was, well, you don't have to tell us all the details. Was there like a buyout involved in that? Was there anything? They, they tried to get it to where it was like a buyout to where they said, oh, whoever your next manager is, they got to buy you out. But I kind of told them, you know, I'm not talking to nobody. You know, I just want to get away because you guys violated your contract on like three different occasions. Good, you know, so good. they didn't give me too much of a hard time. It's just the process. You feel me? And I finally got out of it. And I'm with this new manager. And he's already taking better care of me man so. definitely but i think that's what it's all about too especially with someone of your skill and your um your notoriety bro it's really important that you're t well taken care of yeah man and it's cool man because he knows the business you know and i tell people all the time boxing in a sport it's a business you feel me i was telling my guy eddie that yesterday man i think it's so hard for you guys to stay you guys it's so hard for you to be everywhere in your career you know there's just the physical aspect of yeah. being ready for the fight that takes almost all your concentration all your dedication your time yeah and then you got the other the bullshit coming in yeah exactly man it's easy to get sidetracked and you got people coming out the left you got family members you ain't knew you, you were your family but they didn't you didn't become family until you started making it big definitely <laughs> so and we were just talking about your last fight what was your last fight look at what, what casino was that at uh commerce casino so la area you feel me that was a pretty solid card too it's kind of like a top rank card you feel me bash boxing because uh top rank prospects they put their fighters on on uh, bash boxing so it was cool definitely we were talking about um i got a deal that uh gilbert he went out to see you guys he was telling me but i had a gig that day man i really was trying to make that i want to make it 25 you guys fought on saturdays though dude it's so hard yeah. just, i mean djing how how did you feel your last fight? I seen the highlights. It looked like you guys were you guys were in a tussle for a little bit. So this fight, uh, it was actually a four rounder too because my manager, my new manager, he wanted to just like knock the ring rust off. You know, Definitely. I've been fighting six rounders, so he just said, oh, "It's been a while since I fought." You know, just get back into it. So I was like, "All right, bet." He fucking we'll do that. And uh, the, the guy I fought was like a vet. You know, he had like twenty five uh, pro fights, and he only been stopped like twice. You know, okay. You when you fight guys like that, you're not gonna stop the them. Dogs. You know? Yeah, yeah you, they're the in dogs. there to survive. You know, so you you ain't gonna knock them out. You feel me? There's a few times I thought I had them hurt. You feel me? But I'm not gonna get caught trying to knock them out. You know, so Definitely. it was like an easy unanimous decision victory. What real fast? Just for people who don't understand, like why fighters go from four to six to ten to twelve rounds. What's the difference between the four round and the six round fight? Like, do you feel like you have less time to Figure them out with only four rounds? Well, I think... So, first off, the first transition from amateur to pros, you know, like, I love pros was so much better because, you know, you have time, you know, three-minute rounds, you have time to figure your opponent out. That first round is basically filling out your opponent. You start off with four-rounders, like you said, and then you move on to six. And every fighter is different. You know, some fighters, most fighters get tired, but I'm, you know, blessed with the... Uh, with me and my style, like, I progress more and more and more. You know, mm -hmm. the more I turn out, the more the fight goes on, you know. So, Definitely. with me, the longer the fight, the better for me. Definitely. With this last fight, how did you feel, um, you, not go six, but did you feel, do you still feel fresh after the four rounds? Yeah, yeah. You look good, bro. Like, I, you look like you were in shape. Of course, we, I see you running a few times. Like, yeah, yeah. I see you running around the field, bro. Yeah. Um, you look in good shape, bro. Do you feel like, you, you know, you're ready for six rounds anyway? Does that just knock the rust off? Or? Man, I mean, when I, 
I mean, I started off at four, but ever since I turned pro, you know, I tra- I trained for 12 rounders, you know. I, tra- yes, I trained for championship fights, you feel me? So, like I said, with this fight, I felt like if this round, if this fight would have went six, I would have stopped him because you know, I was already, you know, catching him in the fourth. You know, I was like, ah, he's almost done, you know. And actually, my number one uh, compliment I got off this last fight, everyone was telling me my defense was sharp. Yes, and uh, that's what I was focused on, too, because of the fight so soon, you know. And I had to learn the hard way being cut, having the ear surgery, you feel me, like... This ain't no game. Definitely. You definitely, the defense is definitely an underrated tool sometimes. You don't exactly. understand that. Like Danny Garcia, great defensive fighter. Yeah. And and, and it, uh, more people got woke when that fighter passed away, Dadasha. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, they, they, had, they had two fighters pass away that we Yeah, know. yeah. And again, I think we were talking about that. Our first interview was just the risk that you guys take yeah. in the profession. You know, that's really, it's, yeah. me, it's, it's scary, bro. Yeah, it, it is, man. That, that woke people up, you know, when they seen that this guy was fighting on TV. And the dude was showing signs, you know? Like, it's crazy because we're real cool with his trainer, Buddy McGirt. We go over there and spar all the time, as far as fighters. And uh, it was a good call. Like, he stopped the fight. and the, But the thing is, like, they want to, they're trying to find someone to blame, but there's no one to blame. You know, the fighter wanted to keep going. and But, like, it's just part of the sport. You feel me? It happens. Definitely. And that's sad, bro. And that's just, it is, I guess, it's like a good risk you know you're going to take every time. I think every fighter, they always say every fighter after a bout, they leave a part of themselves in the ring, you know? Exactly. And, and after that fight, um, so I don't know if I discussed with you last interview, but Tim Bradley's my favorite fighter, right? Yeah, you definitely told me that. And uh, after that fight, because he could have tell he's been to war, you know, he's been, he's took some shots. In Jerusalem? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he said, people will ask him, like he said after the Dadashev fight, he was like, Every fighter that enters that ring, even if they win an easy decision, no fighter leaves the same way they entered the yeah. ring, you know? Like, even if you got punched once in the arm, you know, that's you took that punch, you know, you'll never leave the same. So, I took that to heart, man. Every time I get in there, I realize w- what I'm putting on the line, you feel me? And uh, that's why, like, every time you see me hit the corner and pray, man, I'm not praying just to win. I'm praying for protection, you, you know? You for both of you guys. Exactly. And yeah. me and my opponent, you feel me? Because you got to just, it's sort of love, but this is how you guys eat, too. Yeah. You try to progress in your profession. So it's, exactly, man. it's just business, you know? You yeah. want anything really, like, I'm sure you don't want anything ever to happen to your opponent, you know? Uh, yeah, it, it ain't like, like... Tyson, you feel me? That fool was a psycho. I wanted to kill him. <laughs> we got the creep. We got the goats. Yeah. I'm sure you got the Tyson. I got the Rick player. Yeah. Um, just re this fight. Um, did you feel like you had any rumors, or did you just um felt like you never left? Um, I think w- with me, like once the bell rings, the first ten seconds, I'm like boom. You know, like I feel it. You know, like first mm-hmm. ten seconds, you move it around. I could like look at my opponent. I'm like, I got him. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not no like. Not trying to toot my own horn or anything. I just feel like a, there's a switch where it's like, all right, I got him, you know. And uh, same thing with this fight, you know. I felt right where I left off, and uh, but this round I felt. I mean, this fight I actually felt sharp, you know. Like I fought different. That's which is why I went to the decision. Most of my well, my other fights, most of them have been TKO, but like I fought more defensively, and I'm kind of glad, you know, because I took less punishment, you know, mm-hmm. and that's more important to me. How did it feel to you know or have Floyd in your corner? Oh, Floyd Senior, man! Yeah. It, honestly, uh, that's another thing that people didn't. I don't know. Like, I didn't know that was that was which was gonna happen. That's tight. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's that's a blessing, bro. Yeah, it's like, and that proves how much skill they potentially they see in you too. You know what I mean? That's what's, yeah. That's beautiful, bro. And so, it's a trip, bro, because he warmed me up in the back, right, doing mitts and stuff. That was the best I've ever been warmed up. You know, like I got a nice sweat going and everything. You feel me? I was like ready to go out there and. Uh, mm-hmm. He tells my, because my parents were back, they went back there for a little while to take pictures and stuff. And he tells my dad, my dad told me later, but Floyd Sr. told my dad, uh, he's your son is better than he think he is. And, you know, I'm tripping out because in my eyes, I mean, 
I hate to come off as cocky, but Amaya is like, I'm the best one in this room, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, that just shows, like, the potential, you feel me? So, I think it's the way you carry yourself, too, bro. Yeah. It's not, you're, you're, you're just locked in. You're just, this is what you do. This is yeah. part of the journey. Yeah. That's that's a blessing, bro. That was, um, not a lot of field, bo- not a lot of people any type of boxing camp could say they had Floyd Mayweather yeah, in the corner. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm definitely blessed. Was there a little bit of pressure, too, to perform? Like, that's shine, but because you shine every fight regardless, but was there more, a little bit more pressure? Did you feel a little more nerves that night? Actually, not really, because I fought in front of him before, yeah? Mm-hmm. And, and my third, was it my third pro fight? He seen me win by with a body shot knockout, so he, it was over there in TJ and uh so I met him before, but not like, you know, like that, like to where we were doing bits together and whatnot. And uh, like I said, man, just trying to uh, soak up all the knowledge I can, you feel me? Because one thing about me and my coach, bro, like we learn from everybody, you know, like once you get uncoachable and you stop learning, then that's when you're most likely downfall, you feel me? So I wanted to talk, we'll talk about that too with your coach and your, and your fight camp. Like we didn't talk about the first interview, bro. Um, but first, before we get to that, we're going to have your, there's a ninth, your ninth pro fight, right? Yeah. And that's going to be on October 19th, back to back complex. Do you know who you're fighting and have, how many rounds and how do you, how are you feeling? What's, um, what's going on in the journey to that fight? I actually don't know who I'm fighting, but I didn't know who I was fighting for his last fight either, you know, and I was never a big on like studying my fighters and stuff like that, you know, footage. All I want to know if he's Southpaw Orthodox. Other than that, I don't care, you know, because it's like Mayweather says, you know, a true champion can adapt to anything, you know, so what if I study him for his first 10 fights and he fights a totally different fight that day, you know? Yeah, it's exactly, possible you know? to do that too. Same thing Tyson said, everybody got a game plan until they get punched in the face, you know, so you're going to have to switch it up eventually. The only time you could actually get your opponent down is when you're in there with them, you know. Then you're knowing how he fights, you know, what he does, his habits. So, and a lot of people criticize Mayweather for fighting the way he does, but the dude could break you down with his eyes, you know. So. And, and people don't understand the way he breaks them down either, yeah. and it's beautiful. It's real beautiful. I was going to start. I was going to ask another question about the fight last night <laughs> about Spence and Ford. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, dude, what the one Spence and Ford? <laughs> I was about to do that, my guy. Did you watch that fight? Did I actually this, didn't. This is, that's why I, said, I think this podcast would be different because I think it was more of like a radio interview and shit. Yeah, you know? I feel you. <laughs> we want episode 25 now, my guy. Hey, man, congrats on that, that's bro. That's wild, dude. It's been. It's been flying by. That's dope. That's dope. It's been real flying. It's been flying by a lot. We did, um, yesterday was, I was telling you about that. Um, that public boxing workout. Have you ever done that before? Uh, actually, we had the media workout a couple years ago when Ringstar came oh, the first time mm-hmm. with Victor Ortiz. We okay. had it at the Pow Center, so that was a pretty dope experience. You know, that was the only really media workout we really had. And I, I only seen a few in in person, so I think we did all right yesterday. Yeah. We had everything we accomplished, you know. That's what's up. Bro. I just think it's it's important to shine boxing as much as we can. Yeah, and that's why I love having you guys on, and I love boxing too. Like it's yeah. it's a big big passion of mine. It's love, dude. It's probably one of my it is probably my favorite sport. I you know I love basketball. I'm yeah, coach basketball. Same, bro. bro. Those are my two favorite sports. And it's funny. I heard Max Kellerman say one time the reason why like people always say boxing is dead. You know, boxing is gonna mm-hmm. die, but boxing will never die because let's say you go to a park, you see a basketball game. You see a football game. You see two guys fighting. Which one are you gonna go to? Well, I wanna yeah. go see. Yeah, exactly. we, we want to see. Yeah, exactly. You know, everybody's gonna go to the fight. You know, so it's like the boxing will never die. Definitely. When was your last fight? What was what was the day of that fight? Uh, dang, what was it? Was it the? It was last Saturday, I think. Was that the twenty first? Oh, the twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the twenty first? Yeah. So, dude, you're gonna only have. 
what, three weeks in between? A month. Well, yeah, in total it was four weeks, a month, so four tomorrow weeks. will be three weeks out, so yeah. They to be active, and you're young, Miguel. Yeah. That's, that's going to really... Yeah, man, that's why, that, bro. that's why I wanted to get out of my old one, you know, because, like, I'm young. I should be fighting more often, you know, like, not every six months, you know. I'm only fighting six-rounders, you know, so... How long was how long did it take for you guys? Not, I guess from your first that I'm gonna go. I want to move on until it got done. Uh, I say maybe about a good three four months something like that. I think you tech. I'm glad um, you're married now, bro. I hope that, I know they're gonna take care of you, and I think it's awesome that you're staying active, bro. Four weeks in between fights. Is do you, after the dub on the 19th? Do you see? Is, do you think you're gonna fight before the end of the year again? Man, God willing, I'll end this year ten and zero. You know, uh, my this guy, my new manager here, he has like this fight and then one after that, like scheduled. You feel me? So, God willing, I'll be ten and zero starting up twenty twenty. It'll be and, that, and, it, and I think the next fight. I think we you know we always push your head, but I know you're you're focused on this next fight, getting ready. What's what's going on with this training camp? Is there anything different going on, or you guys just sticking to the routine? And yeah, man, it's just. It's kind of like because I'm fighting so soon after, it's kind of like just right back to it, you know? Like, usually mm-hmm. I take a, a, some time off, like maybe at like around a week off, just to let your body heal from an intense camp. But this was only a four-rounder, and I just took one day off, and boom, right back on it, you know? So it's kind of like leaving where we left off. And you do need those rounds, too. I know sp- sp- sparring is different from, of course, you know, your fight rounds. Yeah. You need to get rounds in, so. Yeah, and, and for us, you know, we're always traveling to, like, every weekend to L.A., Buddy McGurch Gym or Pullman's Gym, you know, to get the best rounds because they got, you know, world-class fighters, so. Who have you been sparring with recently? Um, I spar a fighter. He's actually fighting in Bakersfield, too, Zuniga, uh, Josh Zuniga. I spar uh, King Tug out there at Pullman, um, Adam Lopez with Buddy McGurch. Uh, I actually sparred at Wildcard a, a couple of times. I sparred Romero Duno. Mm-hmm. Sparred him to this day. The hardest punch I've ever sparred is him. <laughs> when you're sparring, bro, is, this, is that is that just to kind of learn, see different styles also from other fighters? Um, or is that something just to improve what you got against anybody? To me, I always say, and we, like I said, we pick up from every gym we go to, we learn. So me and my coach, we're learning from Buddy McGirt. He's a veteran in Definitely. the game, you know? So, uh, like, he'll send his guys out there first round. Okay, I only want this. Or second round, okay, I only want you. I'm going to work on this this round, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what we do now. We use sparring as, like, a learning tool. Some guys will go out there and try to kill you, you know, in sparring, you know? But it's like, I mean, I'm, try- I'm trying to learn. You feel me? This is the closest simulation to the actual fight, you know? So I'm trying to work in there, work on what I've been doing. So the first round, we'll just do, like, a jab and head movement. You feel mm-hmm. me? And honestly, if it weren't for, like, us learning from Buddy McGurk, we wouldn't have learned, like, our waist movement defense so much, you know? So And that's what built – that's what um, you said – you felt like your defense was overall getting yeah, better. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent, bro. Like, I think the biggest improvement overall in my boxing from my first fight to now is my defense. Yeah. Like I said, we pick up from everybody. Like, we'll do workouts from Canelo's camp. We'll look up different fighters, you know. We'll Canelo see what workouts are became a right. better defensive yeah, fighter. Too. made him yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, he's outrageous with it. And he, we actually got picked up from him, me and my guy Johnny. Uh, he's in our camp, too. He actually works with defense with us. And we do these workouts with those. Have you ever seen him do, like, the foam sticks? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen Canelo in his fights. They'll show him in slow motion where he turns with punches. Yeah. And it looks crazy in slow yeah. motion. We actually learned how to do that. And, like, it's a trip when I watch some of my clips and I do it. And sparring, it's like, it looks smooth, bro. <laughs> it looks smooth. It looks smooth. Yeah. Mayweather was kind of the yeah. king of that, dude. No, he's, no, he's the greatest always defensive. Always punches. Yeah, he's yeah. the greatest defender of all time. Yeah, he always rolled, dude. With your camp, bro, can you – um? is it the Kern County – 
Boxing gym, Fight Club, yeah. the Kern County Fight Club. How long have you been with them, bro? How did that journey start? That's something we didn't talk about in the first yeah. interview. Uh, so from me and my coach, we we started at Pal. You know where Pal's at? Police activities, we right there on Fourth. So I started boxing there when I was eight. From the as soon okay. as you can, eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. I started under Mike Dallas, rest in peace. And um, my coach, my coach now took over. What about maybe like six years in of my career, seven years in, and uh. Once my coach took over, that's when I was amateurs, I started, like, that's when I started to win, you know, in amateurs, I was going to, me and my coach, like, I'm blessed to say, like, to get, like, me and him together, our first going to national times, going to national tournaments, like Kansas City, Missouri for the Silver Glove Nationals, you know, was together, you feel me? Like, his first time going, my first time going was together, you feel me? And uh, same thing with, like, the Junior Olympics in West Virginia, you know, like, we're hitting these national tournaments, and that's when we started making noise, you feel me? And, uh... Yeah, how many? Uh, how was what was the outcome of those tournaments too? Like your first, uh, this is your first time. You know, in the national silver gloves, bro. To this day, it's probably the most disappointing thing ever to me, bro. Cause uh, so I won. There's like four different parts to the national silver gloves. You fight in your Central Valley, then you fight in state, then you fight regional, then you fight national. Mm-hmm. And I won every single one, which is I won uh, Fresno. I won El Monte, which is state. I won Pasadena, which is regionals. And mind you, at each of these events, there's like two, three fights, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm beating, I'm beating like, at this point, I beat like eight people already, right? You beat Belton. Yeah, and I won, and I went to this uh, Silver Glove Nationals, and there wasn't, my, my bracket wasn't packed, so I didn't fight every day. I ended up fighting three people. The, I, the first day, I beat this white dude from like Hawaii or something. Second day, I beat another kid. And the third day, I made it to the finals, bro. And this was the easiest fight for me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I was beating them up. And they gave it to the other guy, bro. Oh, the judges, huh? Hey, bro. Oh, and it was man. like, it was like, that was the easiest fight for me. You feel me? Like, my hardest fight was fighting this dude from Cleveland because he was out, like, East Coast style. You feel me? He's out boxing me. But mm-hmm. I broke him down with the body. You feel me? In the amateur. So it's like, oh, that was my hardest fight, you know? And then this guy's like, oh, this guy's easy, bro. I'm beating him up, bro. He's doing like 360s in the ring. You feel me? Like, but that's what I hate about boxing, man. The politics, you feel me? But that was, in amateurs, it was worse. So I'm glad to be pro now. And uh, like I said, we, it was a learning experience. And after that, man, it just it made me a monster. You feel me? I just went after it. Definitely, bro. That's that's. Isn't that I feel like a robbery sometimes? Like I don't know. I've never been in that, that position, but we know you should have got that. Like that was mine, bro. Man. How exactly, bro? And it sucks because it's like I said, you went through every stage. You know, central. Regional, state, you know, you want all those, all, and these, all these people, you and know, you you look at, you motherfuckers yeah, and yeah. your fate. And bro, the belts were so nice. Oh. <laughs> the belts were so nice, and then they sent me home with a T-shirt. I'm like, I don't want this crap. You feel me? That's <laughs> like, what's my, like, Kobe? Like why? I, we don't know second place, yeah, exactly. third place. Like, it's not yeah. that's what we came for. <laughs> Another thing I want to talk about too is the you're gonna be fighting Bakersfield, bro. You're, you know, this is where you, where we at. Yeah, the field is here. The field has got PBC, yeah, and the and Rival Bank. Yeah. And boxing's here right now, and that's kind of like what I'm. I'm so excited about that. You know, my friends are doing their thing, and it's like okay. And I love boxing. I'll help you guys whatever yeah. I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how does it feel to be home fighting again? Are you gonna main event this card? Uh, well, me and, me, and, me and my boy are co-main eventing. What matter? Well, whoever whoever goes last, I honestly don't care. It does, but, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, wrestling, yeah, dude. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter. Like yeah. we know 
Everybody just bring their best. Yeah, and plus, like, at that, bro, like, I've already had the blessing of main eventing here, you know, at Stramler Park, you know, and then when I fought in the Ringstar PBC card at the Rubble Bank, you know, so, like, it's just all, I'm just happy to fight here, you know. And then plus, Mike Dallas Jr. is on the card, too, you feel me? That's, that, that's uh, world-class, you feel me? That's a world-class fighter. I think we should talk about the card. Uh, so, your t- opponent's TBD. Uh, we have Delilah De- De- Alex, right? De- yeah, Alex. He was, well, he was going to come on today, but I think we all had kind of schedule conflicts too. Yeah. Which I know we're all busy, dude. Yeah. And it's, it's been a hell of a, t- for, for me, all this weekend's been crazy. So to get you here was a blessing, dude. And yeah, no doubt, man. Surprise podcast. Surprise, y'all. We got, <laughs> we got Miguel here. That's why it's maybe the first surprise podcast. That's going to be something different I want to do. Yeah, uh, that's dope, man. I think it'll be it's better just to have like a little more not interaction, dude, but just like the podcast. Just have these guests. It's like you're at home, bro. Like yeah, you're you're here, especially at the pad. It yeah, feels real more comfortable. Yeah, it outside is. It is kickback, bro. It's kickback here. And got the dude. Oh man, I wish I could show him my boxing stuff. I love boxing, dude. It's like boxing's uh, the stories with it too. You know what I mean? Like just say if I was a fan, I want to go see Miguel Contreras because he's in, he's coming back home. Yeah, he's in the yeah. field. Yeah, he's on a run right now. He's eight and zero. You know, Floyd's Mayweather season uh, yeah, being being the building anyway. He, yeah. He's gonna walk. He's gonna be in your corner too. So like, why wouldn't I want to see this story? Like, yeah, man. And how much work you put in? Yeah, bro. Is that that motivates everything? I'm sure. Oh man, that you, definitely. You're doing right now. Definitely, man. I tell you, man. Boxing is. It's, I don't care what anybody says, it's the most physically demanding sport in the world, you know, and the training, like, everyone wants to box, but once they see, like, I tell people all the time, like, boxing, like, maybe, like, 30% of it, 20% of it is actually, like, punching in the ring and stuff like that. Other stuff is, like, the strength and conditioning, the running, waking up at 5 in the morning, doing the stuff you don't want to do, you know, but Mm -hmm. that's the part that people don't see, the the behind-the-scenes action, you know, and it's, like... You question yourself, like, dang, man, is this worth it? Is it going to pay off? But you feel me? You just got to remember why you're doing it, you know? And I see all the people around me, and uh, God keeps me hungry, you feel me? So. And if we were talking about, too, like, people who come support your fights out of town, in town, you know who those people are. You know who really mess yeah. with you. Yeah, man, that's another thing. Like I was saying, man, like, the more I progress, the more I realize who's really rocking with me and who's not, you feel me? Whether it be family, whether it be friends, you feel me? You just people's real color show you know and i ain't saying like oh some people really don't support me are they because like it's one thing to support and it's one thing to support when it's convenient for you you feel me support is like going out of your way to show this kid love and i wasn't sneak dissing anybody like i said on my snapchat the other day like i think people took offense to it you feel me but i was like uh because everyone was telling me i had family members telling me like Oh, I can't make it to this one, but I'm gonna go to the Bakersfield one. I'm like, all right, well, that's down the street. You feel me? Like, I hope you would go to that one. Like, that ain't supporting if you're going down the street to watch me fight. Definitely, definitely. But, I mean, it is what it is. It comes with it. <laughs> that's just far. I think it's far everything, though. Yeah. Man. In life, it's crazy. It is, bro. It is. How old are you getting to go? I'm sorry. I'm 21. 21, yeah. You- you're still young as fuck, man. <laughs> you're gonna realize this shit more and more in life that. They just hear just when we need them or when they need something. Yeah, I'm sure. But we love them though. We yeah. get to do that shit. <laughs> that shit's always a fun part of life, bro. Let's go up with. with I'm so sad. I, I want to ask you questions. That's not relevant to boxing though. But I think we should keep boxing because October 19th is a big ass. It's a it's a big show. It's a homecoming. We have Mike Dallas on there too, my guy. Yeah. And that's gonna be real cool. Like Mike Dallas is. One of the greatest to come out of the field. Oh, by far, legend. Bro, by far, man. Mike Dallas is a legend. Yeah, by far. And like man. you said, his pops was, you know, Rose yeah. in the beginning. Rest in peace to legend. Mike Dallas Sr. Yeah, yeah. The Dallas family legends, bro. Yeah. Um, well, we got De- DeLuna. What's his yeah. record? 
Um, I'm at seven and zero. And you guys all from the same camp. Yeah. How does it feel to be rolling together? You guys do all these events together. How does it feel? You know, you guys are accomplishing everything and working your ass off for. It's crazy, man, because you know. Like, me and him been boxing together the longest, you know, and it's like, we're like the last two, you feel me, from like, pal, like, we were boxing since, I mean, like, we've probably been boxing together for a cool, like, over 10 years, you mm-hmm. feel me, and like, we grew up together, you feel me, I'm talking about from amateurs to me and him and my coach will always reminisce and tell the new team about, like, the crazy amateur days, because if there's one thing I miss about amateurs is, like, the team trips, like, it get crazy, you feel me, like, yeah. you get lit, like, we were some bad kids, we're all, like, ghetto kids from the neighborhood, yeah. I right there at the pal, you feel yeah. me, and, uh, yeah. Just causing havoc, you feel me? And we're always telling stories to the new kids, and we'll always be like, my coach, Daniel, we'll be like, oh, Daniel got soft, you know, like messing around with him. But it's like, but it's true what he says. He'll be like, because that's because back then, your parents just used to drop you guys off and be like, take my kids, you know? And now all all the parents are around there, like, watching their kids. And we wild because we never built the field. Yeah, yeah. We never built the East. Exactly. This is cool. Yeah, so we're going to tournaments, causing hell, man. It's just like, man, those are the days I miss. But it's like me and Cheddar go back. Well, we call him Cheddar, bro. Like I don't yeah, even know Cheddar. his name by Alex. You feel me? Yeah. Like people will call him Alex. I'm like, who? I mean, Cheddar. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, me and Cheddar been boxing together since like the dirt, bro. Like, that's my brother for real, for real. And I figured you guys were close, bro. Just gotta see what's going on in your social media. Always rocking. That's why I wanted to get both of you guys on. I think that yeah. was real fun. Yeah, man. And we really laid back and. But next time, though, we got like, so many more fights coming up. Yeah, man. God willing, and I know you guys have been, you guys have been under terror, bro. With the nineteenth, um, what do you think is gonna be uh, the biggest test for you? Uh, and it can only be within yourself, you know, not just your opponent. But what's man? Honestly, bro, I don't even like like stress or worry about my fights you feel me like they say the hardest part is making weight once you make weight you're good you feel me i just leave it in god's hands and uh i don't even be stressing you feel me like when to be with my when i even when i'm in the ring like but like literally seconds from the bout you feel me it's just like i feel so relaxed you know and thank god you feel this is what you're supposed to be doing and and it's crazy bro because to this day one of the best compliments i mean i don't even know if it's a compliment to be honest but uh, one time I was fighting at the Junior Golden Gloves tournament, and we're like we got a team and we're deep, bro. We're like fifteen deep, and one of the one of our fighters, big brother, he comes up to me and he says, "I don't know if it's a compliment or not, but I took it as a compliment." Mm-hmm. To this day, it's one of the best things I've got. He goes, "Man, out of all the fighters, bro, everybody looks nervous except you." You know, and to this day, that stuck with me. I'm like, dang, bro. Like, I'm not really nervous, you know. But yeah. he notices, like, everybody looks nervous except you. I'm like, well, it's because I'm not nervous, you know. Like, I, I know what I did to get here, you know. Was, that's just, you, this is what you want. Yeah, exactly. That's I felt like um, I kind of been thinking that to myself, to a DJ and shit. Like, yeah. I, it's just, it's not the same thing, but I'm on a stage and I got to fucking navigate this whole event and try to set the mood. Yeah. Dude, I don't. I won't get nervous either. I just say this is what the fuck I want. Yeah, yeah. You're here now, you yeah, know? You for it, yeah. You're here now. On the, do you feel like, uh, did you wait, 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 did you make the last card you're on or no? The, on the big shot or? No, the one on this the. This one, the, this last one? Yeah. No, no, no I was did. actually the, me, I was the first bout and my, my, uh, my boy Cheddar was the second bout. So we're the first two, you feel me? But my manager's the one that got us on that because, like I said, it's like a top-ranked card. He's the one that got yeah. us on that card, you feel me? He has plugs. So how – with the new management, Daniel, how much are they um, involved, like, in making sure you're where you need to be? Bro, this guy 
I can't get him to leave me alone. No, <laughs> no, but it's crazy because when my old manager brought here from once in a blue moon, you feel me? Oh like, man! And, and but what? Re- oh, his name's Repo Rick. Everybody knows Repo Rick. Okay, I was gonna ask you all that. Yo, yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's Repo Rick. Everybody Shout knows Repo, Repo Rick. You, you'll, you'll see him at the fight. I'm sure he's allowed, but he he has plugs. He knows what he's doing. You feel me? Yeah, he's he, a businessman. Uh, yeah, he's a box manager. And um, he um, so yeah, bro, he's. Calling, you feel me? Hey, how you doing? You need anything? You feel me? Like this, that, uh, uh, you feel me? So that's what's up, dog. Like that's right. And then not only that, bro, he showed me something like maybe like within a couple days of signing with him, he goes, all right, let's have a barbecue. I want to meet your parents. Like, you feel me? Like you want to meet my parents. Like that shows a lot right there. That is, that's what you, that's what, that's how it is, bro. When you're professional too, they yeah. cater to you. They, yeah. they do, they, they look out for you. They do things the, the right way. Yeah. And show a lot of love. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that, bro. Yeah. My old manager, bro, he never met my parents. You feel me? He hardly met me. <laughs> yeah. He caught, it, it's crazy when you, you have a team that really, is all in on you yeah. though and it's cool bro cause like once you guys are all on the same team you feel me God first I mean ain't no telling how far you can go and it's it's great to have that too that takes you kind of don't have to worry about it. you're in good hands you can just focus on the physical part of yeah. boxing yeah. which we were talking about earlier that people don't understand how heavy a toll that is like you yeah. said waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning and I see you how many miles are you running when I see you right there by, the, by Maya bro on my, in most cases, I run down that street and I turn on Oak, and then I very recently started just running down Twenty First. Man, that's a beautiful street, Twenty First, and just all motivation looking at those houses. But uh, <laughs> Shout out to that the right there is about seven miles. Sometimes I'll run back east and to so Mercado Latino, and then back to the Oak, which is about ten miles. You feel me? But I do that on weekends because we really don't open up the gym on those times. Mm-hmm. So I just get my long run, and you feel me, keep my wind up. And then sometimes in the mornings we'll hit like the mountains to get that air in, you know. So. How, what do you go to Mellows? That's pretty cool too. That's different. Like we go to uh, sometimes we'll hit Breckenridge, but they just had a fire over there yesterday. I see. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, sometimes we'll hit um, Fraser Park. Was it Fraser Park? That's the one by like the outlets, past the outlets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's out there. Definitely. Bro, one time we ran over there, and I, I didn't know it was like eight thousand feet elevation. And then I came back the next day, bro, with the new air. I mean, because I like right away you get tired. You know, you're like. Can't even breathe, you feel mm-hmm. me? And then, but the next day when I got home, I, I went on a run like I usually do, but I like sprinted like three miles, you feel me? Because I had that air in me, <laughs> that extra breath. It's crazy how our body adjusts to altitude. Like I was just learning some weird shit too about mountain climbing and yeah. When we go that high, our bodies are not meant for that. Exactly. And yeah. the air gets thinner and shit like that. that but that's gonna be that's crucial to your training. Are you doing that this training camp also? Yeah, we're gonna hit the mountains like I mean. Like, if we're not going to go spar, we'll hit the mountains, you feel me? Get some sprints up there. Get some whatever different workouts in there. Shadow boxing, obviously running, you feel me? But we always try to get that work. Because people will use those elevation masks, but those don't work. Do I'm they not like, work? Yeah, I, I did my research, and it just makes you look cool. This is a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. That's weird. I think uh, with recovery, I see you with the, was it cryotherapy? How do you say Oh, it? the cryo. Cryotherapy. Yeah, cryo, hey, shout out to Cryo Center for real, for real. Um, yeah, man, that's the, it's basically an ice bath, but with gas. So that chamber will reach negative 250 degrees, and you're in there for three minutes. But man, it feels amazing, bro. It feels amazing. Hmm. I never tried that before, bro. The only time I really heard about when you, I see you doing the AV. Yeah, yeah, bro. It, yeah. He did, wrong. he did it wrong. He did it real wrong, bro. Yeah. Well, bro, it's. It's definitely, and it's dope because it helps you lose weight too. Like throughout the day, you'll burn an extra like five to 800 calories a day because your body's trying to get back to temperature. You mm-hmm. feel me? So that's tight. 
But man, it's amazing. I like it way more than Ice Bath. Ice Bath hurts. <laughs> how um how far are you away from making weight right now? Uh, I'm probably about twelve pounds off. Like twelve that. pounds yeah. off. Yeah. Damn. Well, you could. Well, you just gotta be. That's like, all. Like less, water weight. You know. Water yeah, weight yeah. Shit. I mean, like the la- the most weight you lose is like the last week because that's all water weight. I mean, there's fighters like you begin dehydrated sometimes, bro. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Too. But it's it's cool. Like. Not, not to, no, not to where it's unhealthy. You feel me? Because yeah. there's a point to where you could you could get it unhealthy. But like all the biggest fighters in the world, like they're gaining like 20, 25, 30 pounds overnight. That's they're wild. all dehydrated. You know, like me, this fight I weighed in at one thirty four. The next day I was one fifty three. You feel me? Like I gained nineteen pounds overnight. You feel me? And uh, it's just once you if you could get it back in your system, like Pedialyte's, you know. And I got a couple just taking precautions too. Yeah, I think everybody. Was- I mean, yeah, some so fighters like like McGregor. I remember when he fought Mayweather; he was like twelve pounds the day before over, you know. But they know how to get it off. You feel me? It's all just water weight. It's all just sweat, and you you figure your body's like seventy five percent water. You know, you'll lose it. Damn. Damn. People don't understand what you have another aspect, the physical aspect. That's why we can't really have other distractions yeah. business wise. Yeah. Does it feel like the last two? Oh, and this is your second fight in your management. It's like kind of relief where you're still like damn this is happening this is how this is how uh, it feels nah nah <laughs> man it, it, it is surreal bro but uh, I mean at the same time like it is so like physically demanding that so like a big part right now I'm trying to sell tickets to this fight you know push them I'm wanting to ask you about the promotion for that so but my coach told me like look man just give them to your parents or give them to your friends to push them I want you to focus on your performance you feel me which that's all I'm focused on so people ask me hey what time is this hey when are you fighting are they gonna have this I'll be like, ask this guy, ask this person, ask this person. I'll focus on this fight, you know? Because like I said, I'm just a fighter. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you need to do that, bro. That's something that yeah. I'm... But it's, see, the, I guess it's not mature, but the growth in your career, bro. Like, this is all kind of not new, but you're able to focus on yeah. what you love. Not and you yet. have other people worrying about the... And there's good stuff to worry about. Like, yeah, I want people to come on flight. Yeah, yeah. They come, they come. I can't... Yeah, really, I, exactly. I can only do what I could do in the ring and I can't really stress exactly. about the other bullshit like exactly. you are saying. Exactly. And, I mean, tickets are going to sell. You feel me? It's a big field. You know, they're going to sell. We are all local talent, so they'll sell. It's just something I really ain't really stressing about right now. You feel me? If you support, you'll be there. If not, you won't. Yeah, I think with... Uh, I think with the good promo team, bro, you could definitely make more noise because it's about sometimes it's about social media presence too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man, that's another thing too. Like I tell people with my Instagram, mcontreras ninety eight. Um, Shout out. Yeah. yeah do <laughs> uh, that. It, it it like that's my like my my business. You know, like it's like a business. You feel me? Like I'm posting like every other day. You feel me? Like it's a business. Like people aren't just tuning in don't just post when you fight you know like post you know give people updates oh i'm fighting this day oh i got tickets right here you feel me interact you feel mm-hmm. me and uh, that's one thing i try to do a lot of so where can they get tickets at right now if they want to come out you could uh, you could dm me or dm the current county fight club uh so i'm m Contreras 98 miguel Contreras. i should pump up um current county fight club they have tickets as well so that's where you can get tickets their uh, general admission is 45 and i believe ringside floor seating is 75 or 70 something like that it's that car dude yeah yeah man it's dope you, I, I enjoy watching this do you watch every car in the fights or every bout in the car sometimes nah I just yeah. be in the back just listening to music zoning out you feel me just chilling like that I think it's gonna be real fun bro I hope on the 19th I know it's gonna be a it's gonna be another great I guess bout for you you know yeah man it's gonna be dope 
I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, Floyd in the building, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> what you got going on here, Miguel? Yeah. Man, we're making moves, man. We're making moves. You feel me? Just trying to make some noise and uh, hopefully get the city behind us and see it. I think it's going to be real fun, bro. I can't wait to see it, man. Actually, the 19th, like I said, I have a gig that day, my G. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's why I was telling my guy, Eddie, I can't. Yeah. I want to do whatever I can, but the 19th ain't going to happen, dude. Yeah. I got you no know, business yeah. and shit, nah, I man. I feel you, bro. I feel you. It's life. Hey, man. If you, if, I don't know if you ever do, bro, but if, I'm definitely like, play, I'll play some music for you. Any type of workout you got going on, man, if you okay. want to do that. I would yeah. love to do that for you, my G. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Especially whenever you have another fight in the field. Yeah. That would be real cool. Get the, and you can talk about pro, doing new things too, man. That's why today I wanted to drop the pod without uh, no announcement. And yeah, just, no you problem. came by and we just kicking it. Yeah, let's just hit you real quick. You feel me? Hey, I'm down the street. <laughs> yeah, definitely, bro. So October 19th, uh, give a message for everybody out there who wants to come out and see you, bro. Uh, October 19th, you feel me? Don't miss it. Uh, it's going to be action-packed. You feel me? We got the best fighters locally. Uh I mean, who don't want to see a fight? <laughs> <laughs> like you said in the beginning. Exactly. We're gonna, who wants to see uh, some basketball two-man fight? Yeah, I mean, you see basketball, you see, hey, you could, like we always say in the boxing world, you could play boxing, you could play, I mean, you could play football, play basketball, you can't play boxing. You Definitely. Real fast, bro, what did you think of the Spence and Porter fight last night? Did you watch it? I only seen highlights, but from what I'm hearing, they robbed Porter. You think they robbed? Man. That's what I'm hearing. My brother felt like Porter won, too. He's like, yeah. why wouldn't he win? I mean, I don't... But he don't understand the game. Either. Yeah, but then again, it's like, you got to beat, you know, he has his O. Spence has the O. Oh, you got to beat him, you know, so. But, I mean, Porter, that's his style. You feel me? He's going to come at you. I felt like Spence fought that style, too. Like, he didn't yeah. really, he wasn't trying to run from, the, from any type yeah. of squad. I seen that knockdown. I mean, that probably oh, gave yeah. him it. That gave, yeah, yeah, that yeah, gave yeah, it yeah. to him. But honestly, bro, that's... What it came down to. Yeah, when it's a close fight like that, any little thing could, you know, like a blood, a cut, anything. A couple of those rounds, too, bro. They were so even. It came down to maybe the last 50 seconds where we get that last couple those few yeah, hits. Yeah, yeah, that's you how think it about is. about that in, the, in your belt sometimes, too? You know, are you just, we're just fucking boxing, whatever the fuck. Nah, nah, I feel it. You feel me? If I feel like, okay, this last, when they do that little click, 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 10 seconds, you know, like I know. Like, you try okay, to get your last yeah, in. rounds up in the air, you know. If the round's up in the air, if I know I'm winning, clearly I'm going to just, you know, do me, you feel me? But yeah. if I feel like rounds up in the air, I'm going to go ahead and try to secure the bag. Because <laughs> I mean? think, yeah. and it's crazy. I thought to my brother, it's, it depends what they're looking at. Some people appreciate defense. Yeah. Some people appreciate offense. Porter was pushing it the yeah. whole fight. Yeah, every judge is different. Some judges will, like you said, they'll judge like, They'll give them the round just based on pressure, who looked busier, you feel me? But some some judges would judge off who landed the cleaner shots, you know? And, oh, exactly. Yeah. Defense yeah. and taking, uh-huh. and adjusting to what he's doing. Yeah. I think that's what you're saying. You want to be a more defensive fighter that's going to really yeah, take you really, to the next level, my guy. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm worried about, you feel me? Retiring with my brains. Yeah, it's definitely, bro. It was a good fight, though, man. And I, uh, I, I can't wait to you. You know, we're going to have... The 19th in the next couple weeks. Hopefully next year will be a bunch of fucking fights from Miguel Contreras. I hope yeah, we get man. to see you. It's like we see these guys just in the ring, bro. Yeah, I'll get the end, but playing the fucking war and making their opponent punch yeah. their opponents, my guy. Man, God willing, man. I'm excited for that. Yeah. But that's the ultimate goal. You feel me? To be on that TV. Playing, with, uh, fighting and, and doing it for a living. You feel me? With the belt. Exactly. With the straps. Yeah. From this, and, and you're still over here in this in the 661. Yeah, man. I'm still in the hood. Still doing, <laughs> still doing, still driving by doing a podcast with the STS podcast. No, no one else can get it. It's out of nowhere. Like, yo, it's all love. No doubt. It's crazy, though. Small world, my guy. I'm glad. Shout out. Hey, Gil. I know he's going to listen to this. <laughs> Shout out to Albert. Well, Albert, dude. 
they're what well, they're so funny, man. Yeah. Fucking out with those cowboys. He knows I hate the cowboys. <laughs> he knows I hate the cowboys. He be posting shit on my wall, Facebook and shit, talking shit. He goes my guys too, but I'm glad we got that. It's it's all family, bro. And yeah, I really appreciate you coming by for the quick, you know, surprise pod. Nah, no doubt. October nineteenth, my guy. And uh, you want to drop your at and your at Instagram just for the people real fast, my G? Uh, Instagram at mcontreras98, so that's M-C-O-N-T-R-E-R-A-S-9-8. Uh, I'm pretty sure you just type in Miguel K. Man Contreras, I'll pop up, you feel me? So that's all I really got. You leave me on Facebook, Miguel Contreras, a little fan page right there too as well. But other than that, that's all I got. I ain't got no Twitter. And cave, snap, snap is private, you feel me? Hey, caveman, bro. Why caveman? Tell me why, friends. Keep hey, that promo, hey, my cause, guy. Because I fight like a caveman, you feel me? And I come out with the club. <laughs> I come out with the club to beat my opponent with. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you feel me? I'm trying to sell. Oh, my God. I'm trying to sell. Dude, that, that is fucking hard as fuck. Yeah. You know what? A fucking club, Madonna. Yeah, exactly, bro. Club. Yeah. You club. just like, that's tight. I had a couple people stop me at, at, at school at BC, and they were like, Man, that thing was like WWE. I was like, all right, man, cool, then. It's entertainment. It's yeah, entertainment. Exactly. I thought yeah. I shoot your promo, my yeah. guy. That's all it is. It's wrestling, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're the motherfucking king, man. You came out with your club. Be the motherfucker up. And rep for the field and do yeah. it for you. Shout out my manager for that caveman thing, too. Oh. He bought me that club. I said, man, this dude's a genius. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. bro. The caveman. Do you have that logo? Uh, so right now it's a little character guy, caveman. Dude, we should, like, we should put that as like we should put that as if you're cool with it, put the fucking podcast oh, yeah, art. Yeah, I'll send it to you, bro. Send, send me that. We're gonna put that. They'll be that'll be the that'll cover art. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think caveman's here. I think I'll mess around and like because I got a bunch of designs, dog, and I'm thinking about messing around, and starting like a little clothing thing with it. You know, like caveman clothing or something like that. Gym. You feel me? So. I already got like some crazy dope design because I'm a big fan of like streetwear. You feel me? Like yeah, pictures well, and stuff definitely. like that. And I already got some dope designs. I gave you a shirt last time, right? Nah, I didn't give you an STS shirt last time. Nah, you cut this part out, dog. Yeah, <laughs> edit this shit out. Yeah, well, I gotta get you a shirt, my G. But yeah, it's all about that. the brand, dude. Yeah, bro. yeah, exactly. Do that, hey. The fucking that's awesome. That's all wrestling, bro. Yeah, you're just trying to get over. You're just trying to make for this life. Yeah, I mean, they see me with a club. They're gonna but be you like, gotta, you gotta let's put this guy on TV. You gotta come out with the club. Yeah, you came yeah. out with the club, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I came out with the club. That was fucking. Yeah, that's why I seen it. That was dope. Yeah, do that. We gotta build on that. Yeah, hey, those are the fucking cavemen in the building. Miguel Caveman Couture is in the building. Yeah, this is episode. Let me just confirm. Damn, talking about uh, edit this shit out. <laughs> Good God, hold on. Let me just. Make sure we end this on the right because this podcast doesn't deserve that. What you got going on today, bro? How's, yeah, did you train today? I uh, just went on a run. Yeah, went on my run about seven, eight miles and uh, got that in. You feel me? I, man, dude, I got in three today, my guy. I'm fucking hurting. <laughs> It's horrible. I was fucking so burned about that. That shit is hard. Yeah, I said you that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to see the cover art for this. Because this is going to be called Caveman, episode 25 with Miguel Contreras. Bro, eight and oh my god, six knockouts. And you come on October 19th. Everybody come out to that. I think I got, I'm sure I can get some tickets too. If you guys really need them, you can't get a call Miguel. Hit me. I'm sure I'll find some tickets yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, and yeah. They're, I think they're selling them too, like online, no? 
I have no idea. Maybe if you go to the back to back, I don't even know what the back to back complex is. To be honest with you, I don't even know what that's. Yeah, it's back there in the cut, bro. But I mean, it's right there by the uh, Bakersfield sign. That's the easiest way to get there. And man, me inventing, bro, that's always gonna be fun, man. Yeah. And it, it's like once you add the character, what you know, adapted to your boxing life, and it's gonna be you're the caveman. You're here, to, you know, yeah. Columbia's motherfucker. That's yeah. tight. That's so tight, man. I can't wait to. We gotta put that. I want to put that. Cut that little part out and uh-huh. put it on the pot or on the Instagram. Yeah. W the caveman. Uh, no doubt. That'd be sick. That. <laughs> sick. Well, I'm glad you came out, my guy, and I uh, wish you best of luck on the 19th. Um, and I hope to have you on again, bro. We it can't be in between. Can't be 21 episodes later, my G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can't yeah. be 21 episodes. We're, yeah. we're doing this every once in a while, my yeah. guy. I'd be honored, bro. Whenever we can get it in, man. No doubt, no doubt. But thank you, Miguel. Appreciate, Appreciate you, fam. No doubt, homie. Yeah, we out.